Hello, and welcome back to the Socially Distanced Podcast, or as we're calling it for the next several weeks, Socially and the Winter Distanced. I'm your host, Al Manorino, the managing editor of thepopbreak.com. With me, as always, every week with his vibranium arm, Mr. Bill Bodkin, editor-in-chief of thepopbreak.com. Bill, what's up? I like, Al, how you're in I don't want to wake child volume voice right now. Yes, I am. Very good. I appreciate that. You're on point right now. <laughs> Thank you. Well, welcome to the 51st episode. We're going to be talking about the first two episodes of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier because last week, Al and I decided to celebrate ourselves and this podcast's one year anniversary. And as we teased on the last episode, we have an all-star lineup of guests. First, joining us, uh, frozen on the video part of this podcast because his cowboy hat was just way way too much it was it was so extra that we loved it he is the host of the scariest podcast the honey where my pants podcast and the uh baseball with my brother-in-law podcast mr taylor allen returning to this hey. podcast after his uh, Mandalorian uh, guest appearance. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited uh, to get into this so that you guys can tell me what I watched. And uh, Taylor, um, did you watch the first uh, Winter so, Soldier movie? Okay, so no, and that's going to be a hard no for me. The second thing uh, is that looking back, so you'd mentioned this before, and I thought maybe I would save it for the podcast, but... Looking back on our previous messages, you had said, um, "Hey, are you watching? Are you going to be watching uh, the Winter Soldier, the Falcon, and the Winter?" And I was like, "Yes, I'm. Wa- I'm going. I'm into it. I'm ready." And you were like, "Cool. Do you want to come on the podcast and and talk about it with Ryan Barry and and uh, not to spoil the upcoming guest, but uh, and uh, I was like, "Yes, please, let's do this." And you're like, "Okay, great." Uh, first of all, you said the 26th, which was not correct. Nope. And secondly, you didn't tell me I had to watch both episodes, which I have not. So <laughs> <laughs> I will be chiming in heavily on the first episode chatter and just kind of giving some uh, thoughts on the second one when we when we get into that. Spoiler, right, two, alert, I, two spoiler alert, I did have a nervous breakdown last week, so I'm like, you know, hey, listen, OK, that's fine. I have two comments before we get to our next guest. One. <laughs> I'm very excited for like the seven people that listen to this podcast to try to go find the podcast that Bill mentioned that don't exist. And two, I feel like we should just get to a point when we're, we just say, uh, you know, Taylor, what do you think happened in the second episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do okay. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, also joining us, kind of spoiled already. He uh, apparently uh, traveled back in time and killed my father ten years ago. He is also a stand-up comic. He looks currently is dressed like uh, Kevin James's brother, who sells ice cream in the summertime <laughs> to children on Long Island. And he was the host of Pop Breaks last um, uh, last Christmas show. Uh, Mr. Ryan Barry making his debut on the podcast. Hello. You Ryan, you you were also very angry that I have watched the the Winter Soldier, but I did not finish the MCU and I, all you said to me was in all caps and this has been a common theme in your text to me. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay. He's got a great point. <laughs> I have said on this podcast that my goal by the end of 2021 is I finish all the I finished the phase one of the MCU. And what I, have you not seen? What, 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 what a lot. Say? It's a lot. It's a lot. 
Um, your I, your I goal just... is like a probably one of the easiest goals during quarantine. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> I've had a rough year. And B, like you were the last to the party. People who don't even like these movies have seen all of them. No, I think Sophie, Sophie, my daughter, has definitely watched Endgame. <laughs> she knows more about Thanos than I do, honestly. Unbelievable. Um, I have to watch um, all the, the two Spider-Man movies, Guardians 3, both Ant-Man movies, Ragnarok, and the last two Avengers movies. Well, the the Ragnarok is, um, yeah, I know. Everyone, in my I opinion, know. the best one of them I all. Know. Everyone tells me I've seen parts of it. It's but Ryan, good. Ryan, are you okay that I just mentioned all those movies, or are you are you is your blood boiling? <laughs> Ryan's gone. <laughs> I died. He left. He's out. I just, Ryan's dead. Al, <laughs> have you watched all of these movies, or Al. what's happening here today? Am I? <laughs> Ryan, this is an intervention. <laughs> Al has seen all these movies like 14 times and now has a home theater dedicated to Marvel. So, yeah, we're good. I'm also like an avid comic collector and reader. So, I, I, this is like crack to me. Al this has literally packed, like, packed and like priced and sold comics on eBay on this podcast. Yeah, probably. Side hustle. Oh, yeah. Love it. Um, well, you know, we I was going to host this, thank God. I was going to say, it's going to be fun. We're going to try to host this, especially with... Uh, Just tried pouring soda into half, my drink. Half of, the audio, or, um, half of the guests are prepared, and uh, <laughs> half are not. Half are dressed as uh, milkmen and, and cowboys. Um, and, and half are half, not. And half are not, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so we're going to go into... Uh, we, we have, with these uh, episodic reviews that we've been doing, we're doing uh, different segments. And for, for Falcon and Winter Soldier, it's only six episodes. We're only going to be doing this for a few weeks. We have three major like categories that we're going to hit. The first one being the debriefing, which is basically the plot summary of the first two episodes. And then we're going to kind of dive into it. There's going to be new information on the second episode, Taylor. So you're well, going to get it. What you should oh, do yes. is this is where you should ask Taylor. Once you finish the first episode. Yeah. What ask do you him think what he thinks happened? happened. <laughs> All right. So um, let's just get right into it. This, these are Wikipedia entries. So hopefully they're factual, but these are the actual uh, plot descriptions via Wikipedia. So we're going to go into the first episode, New World Order. Six months after half of all life returned from the blip, Sam Wilson stops George's Batrick, a terrorist group, LAF, who have hijacked a plane and taken hostage over Tunisia with support from U.S. Air Force First Lieutenant Joaquin Torres. I feel like I got that right. I think you meant Joaquin, but cool. Joaquin. All right. So I feel like I got it half right. Um, Wilson who is given the mantle of Captain America by Steve Rogers, struggles with this idea and decides to give Roger Shield to the U.S. government for a museum display, specifically the Smithsonian. Uh, Bucky Barnes, who, is, who was recently pardoned, attends government-mandated therapy. He discusses his attempts to make amends for his uh, brainwashed assassin, the Winter Soldier. Uh, Torres inv- investigates another terrorist group, the, Smasher, uh, the Flag Smashers, who believes... Who believe? No, I think that's a wrestling group. Uh, who believe life was better during the blip? Torres is injured by a member of the group with superhuman strength when he has witnessed them rob a bank in Switzerland. He later informs Wilson of this, who has been attempting to help his reluctant sister Sarah with the family fishing business in Delacroix. 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 Louisiana. The government, and then the government soon announces a new Captain America. John Walker. All right. Okay. So that is so Taylor. That's episode. 
Kurt Russell Jr. Taylor. Uh, I have a whole yes. theory on how why Russell is not a human. But uh, so Taylor, what do you think happens, happens in, episode in episode two? Um, I think that <laughs> um, Kurt Russell's son shrinks uh, to a tiny, tiny man and goes up Thanos's butt and then grows uh, big and explodes him. Excellent. That was the plot of Endgame. Wasn't that wasn't that a fan like wasn't that a, a theory that was like gonna happen and that was in uh, that yeah. was like a fan um like <laughs> fan fiction that was like some fanfic that people wanted to see happen. Yeah. Okay. I dated a girl in college. Um, I don't know. I, to write X Files fanfic and Buffy fanfic. It was really weird when I discovered oh. that. <laughs> Can you? Does it? Does it happen that um the new Captain America? Is kind of like I don't know if you guys watch The Boys, but is it you kind of become like that kind of uh, Homelander? Like he he appears like he's going to be the savior, and then he's kind of crappy. It's Homelander, it's yeah. interesting that you bring that up because I was I was kind of expecting that, but yeah. you don't really see that in the second episode from White Russell, who is just like like Chef's Kiss, like perfect for the okay. role. Um, the he's amazing. That, he really is. The thing that bothered me was. In the in the second episode, which we'll, we'll get into, uh, I'll tell you. Please, know. let's not. We're gonna, we're gonna get into deeper, but it, it just it, bo- it bothered me when we first see him in the beginning of the episode two. He's like very clean shaven, and like he's, I mean, he's not Chris Evans, and like yeah. the internet has been making jokes about that since the first episode of just like For oh sure. my god, this is like rinky dink, you mm-hmm. know, Captain America. But once you see him with like starting to get like a little bit of the gruff, you're like. Oh shit! I can see this. This guy's like, badass. Yeah, this guy's pretty cool. And uh, I've I've liked Wyatt Russell for years. His um, Black Mirror episode is like one of my favorite, Black probably my favorite episode. His Black Mirror episode is great. Um, he was he was one of the only good parts of Goon Two. <laughs> it's not a good movie, but he's good in it. Um, I liked him in uh, Twenty Two Jump Street. Yes, yeah, he was in Twenty Two Jump Street. Wasn't he? He was the the meat the, guy. He's like, oh, it's cute. <laughs> That was the best. <laughs> it was like oh the YouTube. That is the best comedy sequel, I think, of all time. Just I mean, that out there. I, that's a podcast for another day, and I can explain why you're I'll wrong. I'll do that. All right, so um, let's go really quick. The debriefing, round two. Episode two, The Star-Spangled Kid. Or Star-Spangled Man. I, I just wanted to call it should have called it Star-Spangled Kid. They should have. I don't know why they didn't. It's that's my nickname. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, Walker. I'm sorry if you're not the Star Spangled Kid for Halloween, but just wearing this <laughs> outfit, but just painted red, white, and blue, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> get a good, right. good trombone behind you. Episode two: The Star Spangled Man. Walker appears on Good Morning America and reveals his desire to live up to the Rogers mantle. Barnes tells Wilson that he should have kept the shield and decides to accompany Wilson to Munich where the Flag Smashers and their leader, Carly Morgan, Morgan Athu, Morgan Athu, Morgan Thou, Morgan Thou, Morgan Thou. It's a very strange name for a comic book. Just throwing that out there. For a comic book character. Um, they're stealing a shipment of medicine and Wilson and Barnes attack the group, but they are all super soldiers and overpower the pair. So there's like eight super soldiers. Spoiler, Taylor. Um, and overpower the pair. Walker and Lamar Hoskins arrive to help, but the Flag Smashers escape. Walker wants to work with Barnes and Wilson, but they refuse. Traveling to Baltimore, 
Barnes introduces Wilson to Isaiah Bradley, a veteran super soldier who fought the Winter Soldier in the Korean War. Bradley refuses to help them and uh, uncover information about additional super soldiers due to being imprisoned and experimented on by the U.S. government and Hydra for 30 years. Barnes is arrested for missing therapy appointment, but Walker has him released. Barnes and Wilson again refuse to work with Walker, and Barnes suggests to Wilson that they visit the imprisoned Helmut Zemo. So guys, those are the episode one and two descriptions. Taylor, sorry again. No, please. I, I'm sorry. I'm a terrible but... producer. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm just but listen, episode two is by far, like, I think vastly superior to episode one and episode one was fucking enjoyable as hell each episode having like amazing action set pieces but we get a huge information dump in episode two um you know not only were there more super soldiers outside of what we learned in civil war they it goes back even before that with isaiah bradley who was one of the first super soldiers after Steve Rogers. One of the ones, you know, even in the Incredible Hulk, we are we are led to believe that they continued the super soldier program. So I guess my first question to you guys is, was this a shock to you to see that there was a, you know, an African-American um, super soldier pre, you know, pre post post Captain America, but pre Sam Wilson taking on the mantle, who also is not, super powered in any way. He's just fucking awesome. Um, was it a shock to you guys to see that? And do you feel that we're kind of either overloaded with super soldiers or just like keep giving it to us? I'll start with uh, Ryan or one of our new guests. I, I was surprised. Um, <laughs> I, you know, it's weird because as much as I enjoy the comics, I know that that character exists, mm -hmm. but I wasn't entirely sure if they were going to bring him in. Mm -hmm. And Isaiah Bradley's nephew, who I think is also in that episode as yeah, well, I would assume, he yeah. plays the Patriot, which I know is um, his super soldier nephew. Mm -hmm. uh, so again, I don't really know what this is going to bring in, but I feel like, yeah, I was surprised, but also shame on me. Like, I feel like with these shows and these movies, they really know not only like how to entertain, but really how to kind of service like the dedicated fans as well. And uh, it was pretty heartbreaking to see. I watched that scene again. I watched the whole episode again, just because I was like, I want to see that guy who was uh, Jennifer Gardner's partner in Alias, Carl Kelly. Ah. I can t I can top mm. that one twice. Did he you, was in a he was in a of them? he he was in a superhero show on Fox called Mantis. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know, Taylor. You might remember that one. I do Al, remember. Al, yeah. you were three. Um, <laughs> so it, it was like Carl Lumley. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. And uh, the sheriff of Rottingham, Roger Rees, was his best friend slash he was his Lucius Fox. who He was basically like this millionaire guy who was paralyzed and he ended up in the super suit 
and he would shoot these like called the mantis it was an acronym for something and he would actually shoot these like darts from like his wrist he had like a wrist launcher or something like that and it would like stun people type of deal uh it didn't last very long but it was it was an enjoyable show and he was also in i believe the adventures of the adventures of buckaroo bonsai with peter weller one of the all-time great cult movies that has like everyone in it it's like peter weller carl lumbly jeff goldblum uh john lithgow clancy brown christopher lloyd Jesus. Oh, and, and, and it's like this wacky thing where it's like Peter Weller is a brain surgeon slash comic book superhero slash rock star mm-hmm. living in New Jersey. And it turns out that Orson Welles' War of the Worlds was actually real. And all those aliens are living in New Jersey. But New Jersey is obviously California. hundred <laughs> percent. It's hundred percent California. I watched and, it for the uh, first time last year. <laughs> there's literally like the Hollywood sign behind. Like yeah. there's that. There's that. You know the where they had like the the drag race in like Greece. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they literally are there at one point. Um, and and, and, and they're just in the desert. At one yeah, point. they're in the they're desert at one point. Ellen Barkin is in it too. Wow. Um, she's the romantic lead. Yeah. So if you have it's not seen Bonsai. Ryan, you will love this movie. It's, it's what is like, it called? Buckaroo Banzai. The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension. It is the like you, you know shit amazing. The podcast How Did This Get Made? Mm-hmm. That's the definition of the How Did This Get Made movie. <laughs> because when I watched it, I was like, who who allowed this? It cost thirty dollars to make. It like it, it is very much what you it watch. Cost like, someone thirty dollars to make. <laughs> yes, it did, and it, it's an amazing movie. It is nuts. It's nuts. Jeff Goldblum I, is from no, no, isn't he from Jersey? He's the from movie? New Brunswick. The whole movie's in Jersey. I forgot about that. Yeah. It's okay, be because in he's in a full cowboy outfit the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. And he's Not explained. New, and I believe he's from New Jersey. It's right like, up my has, alley. He it is right up your alley. Like, lambskin like like furry <laughs> chaps the whole movie um just 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 i'm gonna i'm gonna reconfigure this uh i'm gonna just steer this ship a little bit i, so. I know yeah, i yeah, also yeah, saw yeah, that please. movie in a religion class freshman year what? No. So, yeah, I'm gonna, all in a podcast but let's just keep going i want to hit bill with this one because he's gonna love it so as for just like straight up white humans like we are the whitest of the bunch <laughs> of the four of us um bill with this question to you how, how do you Great. feel how do you feel um because this this is definitely worth talking about and i've seen people like on the fence about it in terms of the storytelling perspective is like how do you feel that they're tackling race within the story so far because we get a lot of that and see you know in episode two really if you can you can go take it back to episode one it's like Sam is given the mantle and they're like, you know, do the right thing, Sam. Like, you know, donate it to the Smithsonian. Let's honor Captain America. And then almost immediately, right, like, let's give it to another white guy. And then in the second episode, you know, we see, of course, what um, has happened to Isaiah Bradley all these years. He was a, he was literally an American super soldier, like a hero. And they just he's living in poverty. He's been, he was experimented on all this. And then immediately after learning all this, um, uh, what's it called? Sam and Bucky are 
you know, accosted by police officers and they're, they're asking him for ID. And he's again, literally a living hero, world renowned. So how do you feel out there? Do you think that they're, it's like ham fisted or do you think it's like actually helping the plot itself? I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to say, check out um, the latest episode on the Pop Break TV feed, which you can find on uh, Apple, Spotify, Google, and Anchor Podcasts. Uh, we have a podcast called Blurred Watchers, which a husband and wife duo named Marshall and Courtney, uh, they actually do an excellent job of breaking a lot of this down. Okay. Uh, and I, I would recommend people listening to that, and I will link that in the description to this podcast. Um, I think it's a very... It, I, I do not feel it's ham-fisted at all. I don't feel it is it is crowbarred in. Um, for, in my perspective, I feel like they're doing a good job of portraying this in portraying this, it should say, in a very realistic manner that I think anyone could relate to. And it's a nice reminder to people that, hey, yeah, just because you had a black square on your social media profile or you gave a couple bucks to a charity does not mean everything was solved. Like right. this still is happening and it is, it has been happening. Obviously we see the eyes with the Isaiah character. It's been happening for decades and it is, and it, and if you think, obviously if you know history, it's been happening for hundreds of years in this country and it's something that has not gone away. And that's something we still need to keep at the forefront of our minds. And that's what, you know, art, you know, what, however high or lowbrow you want to say it is, is supposed to do is supposed to remind us that there are, there are issues in the world that we're supposed to, that we should not be forgetting about and should be engaging with on the regular. And I think it speaks to us right now in the world where, you know, we're like a week or two um, removed from shootings around the country and anti Asian American violence, you know, and I, I feel like we're, we're still, very much entrenched in this world and this is a, a a good reminder but again um i'm the whitest dude you're ever going to meet so like listen to blurred watchers which is uh, a black couple courtney and marshall who do a great job of really um working a lot of that out so i highly recommend you guys listen to that podcast i think i think disney too is like uh <clears throat> you know like disney marvel they're all uh together now and i think disney is trying like trying at least to yeah start to make like new princesses that are like Moana and like Raya and all these different, like it's not just Cinderella, Snow White, 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 white. They're, they're starting to branch out. And mm -hmm. I feel like it, it definitely needs to keep going and continue. Um, but it also is starting to bleed into like the fact that they fired uh, Gina. Um, Rana. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, they're, and they're, they're taking like steps in the right directions. Disney obviously has a problematic past sure. with uh, <laughs> being not great about that stuff. But like the, it, it seems like the newer people in there are um, trying to move forward and, and make things better. So, you know, you, you would have to think that like Marvel is a part of that. I would imagine. Um, I want to talk. Um, we're going to go all over the place. So just beware. That's this podcast. But, you know, because of the structure of this series is not like WandaVision, which was a mystery box show. Every episode, we were just more questions, more questions, more questions, and little answers. And if we got answers, we got 10 more questions. So this episode, you know, this series feels like a long Marvel movie. It feels like I'm watching Winter Soldier, the sequel. Um, Taylor, that's a really good movie you should watch, by the way. Like, it's actually a good, 
it's actually a really good movie. It's actually, yeah. Yeah. It's actually like a top three Marvel movie. I've heard. I've heard good Robert things. Robert Redford is it. Yeah, Robert fucking. Okay, well now I'm. <laughs> you, now I don't know if you're trying to sell watch. me on this or you're. Trying... <laughs> it's the only reason we brought you on is just to sell you on the Winter Soldier. Talk about Ro- Robert. Redford. I, I want to yes, talk about I know how he, you're, he's a big heartthrob for you. <laughs> I want to talk about like the post end game plan, and it's not just the inclusion of Disney Plus and all of these new characters that they're going to be introducing through all these series, but it's like the actual like what is the 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 through line and. It, what it already seems like with these two series is that we have the blip as the through line. So Ryan, I want to talk to you a little bit, talk about the blip, talk about how they're using this as the catalyst for, you know, phase four, like not just like this happened, but Mm -hmm. this happened and these are the repercussions of it. So how do you feel about how they've like, you know, interjected that so far? And do you think we're going to see it just like, for the foreseeable future. Well, it's so, it's crazy because I feel like just reading a lot about it and how after the events of this blip where all these people leave and mm-hmm. kind of like dealing with the the trauma of that um, and sort of like that grief is something so far that's, that's pretty apparent been in both series. So I'm wondering how that continues, even in Spider-Man um, Far From Home, like right after, you know, he's missing Iron Man and his mentor and, mm-hmm. and that sort of the first taste of that. So that's definitely a theme that that is very apparent, but I'm wondering when that sort of turns, you know, how they take this grief and how they kind of come out on the other end. But it's so crazy because I feel like this, you know, when, when Iron Man was coming out and then they had, oh, we're going to throw in Hulk and then uh, we're doing Captain America and all these things are sort of leading to the Avengers. And after that, you you see the, the villain Thanos on the horizon at the end of Avengers uh, number one. And you're mm-hmm. sort of like, that is literally the end game. And then you go, you know, 10 years on these journeys with these people. I have no idea what <laughs> what they have planned for for all of all of this, but all of these characters that are lining up and getting these series. And it's just crazy because I feel like us growing up, like watching the X-Men cartoon and and getting these trading cards and and reading these comics, you know, we sort of are like, uh, it'd be so cool if when we're adults, you know, we could be heroes. Like you kind of like fantasize about that, I think, in a way. And like, I know Miss Marvel with Kamala Khan coming out, you know, she's a 12 year old uh, Pakistani girl from Jersey City who is going to be taking on maybe the mantle of of, of Captain Marvel or Miss Marvel or something. Um, it's just interesting because there's sort of this grief phase now, but also like this, this hope for the future and, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I, I I heard that Kang the Conqueror might be in there somewhere, mm-hmm. messing with the timelines. I, I don't know. It's yeah. All I no. can trust is that it's going to be. It's well orchestrated. It's a tapestry that like we've just sort of started to pull on. Yeah. Now, like, when you guys when you guys say blip, what exactly are you referring to? So 
And no, I'm just kidding. Great. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, great. But honestly, it's it's good to it's, it's good to it's good to reference. So when we talk about Iron Man, no, um, it's good to reference because the the nerd community has as like, or actually, I think it was Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige has said that the the snap was everyone disappearing and the blip is everyone coming back. Yeah. So every time we reference the blip for anyone listening who doesn't understand that, that's not talking about when everyone left, it's specifically when everyone came back. I so think the, you address it in WandaVision. If yeah. Thought if you didn't realize that's what it was. Yeah, and I think in the second episode, the you know the leader of the Flag Smasher is basically saying, like, everyone cares about everyone who came back, but not the people who, like, were here for five yeah. years, right? Yeah. So it's like, so I'd love to see, like, more about what that, yeah. what does that mean? That's a wild, say? that was a wild line. Like, that's like, I feel like, one thing about this show, they have a lot of lines that like come out and you're just like, then it's like, here's this really like punch you in the gut line. And then it's just like action, you know? (laughs) And it's like, but it's like that line. And then the one Bucky says, obviously in therapy later, Mm -hmm. uh, a bit, you know, if, if about, if he doesn't trust you, then he didn't trust me. But like the whole thing about the, the fact, it's just like thinking about the world, like all of a sudden you lose five, how many people were gone? Um, it was it was ha- uh, half of existence. Yeah, so like it was like three billion. Billions yeah. of people were billions. gone, and then they all return. It's just like that whole concept is something that is so wild that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. We've only seen in like very short clips. Yeah, like it's almost on. It's almost it's such a big concept to even put your brain around. And like I just. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking about this in the 30 seconds before I started flapping my gums. It was like, how would we, how would any of us react mm-hmm. if all of a sudden that happened and all of a sudden all these people came back? It, I feel it, like such a traumatic concept, just that in general. It, it, and you know, we talk about a lot of the last, the WandaVision in this is like grief, right? And it, I think you'd have to basically go through the five stages of grief within like a nanosecond in the sense of like, <laughs> like right? Like just like binge drinking, piece. binge eating, cry, yeah. cry, happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like, my five stages of it's, grief. <laughs> it's, it's insane to think about. And, you know, we, you mentioned Far From Home and I've talked about on this podcast how the blip was played off almost as like, comedic effect it was like oh here's the marching band they're back like yeah. you know, it was from the, the kind of like high school perspective and then when we see in wandavision when we see um monica oh, yeah, that come was back, crazy when monica come back it's a fucking horror movie yeah hospital where just you know people are starting to appear and yeah. it's fucking scary so now we're seeing from like again the flag smashers perspective of we are the ones who remained. So why are these kids and, you know, young adults or whatever, why are they super powered? Why are they super soldiers? Why are they against, why do they want things to go back to the way they were, which is where half of, uh, you know, human life were raised? Like, how is it better? So I'm really interested to see that concept. Um, and also, you know, we're talking what six episodes total. We have, we have flag smashers. Um, we have not seen um, Agent Thirteen, uh, Sharon Carter. We've saw a glimpse of Baron Zemo. We know he's 
breaking out of wherever he is. We've seen in the trailer that he is like in the full Zemo costume. It looks fucking awesome. I just we also have the bell tower shooting people. Yeah, that was nice. Nice and glorious reference. We have Isaiah Bradley. We have U.S. agent John Walker slash the new Captain America. Like, this oh, by is the way, I just want to say, hey, all you nerds who were like, why the fuck? That's not my Captain America. Read a comic book, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that. And I haven't read a comic book in years. I had the U.S. agent Marvel card. It's just like, <laughs> this is literally canon, guys. 1992. Hell yes. The, the super soldier program goes back forever. You can link it to like everything. Battlestar too. Yeah. Battlestar. They mentioned Battlestar. Oh, I, was yeah, like, yeah. I think this is amazing. So um, there's just, there's so much. And uh, do you think, and I guess I'll, 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 you know, before we go to the next segment is really the last question of this one is, do you think we get, more Falcon in the Winter Soldier after this, like, because like WandaVision seemed like a nice wrapped bow. Yeah. What what happens at the end of this in in your mind, and do you think we get a continuation? I'll start with Taylor, who's only watched mm-hmm. again one episode of this well, show. Well, let me just say, without watching the second episode, okay. uh, I think yeah, I mean, I think this type of show, um. Having been in therapy for years, I know there's plenty of therapy to be had for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I know that uh, there's also plenty of action to it. Like the first uh, I texted Ryan, I think when I had watched the first episode and I was like, I think we both kind of said like that opening uh, like flight chase was like pretty fucking awesome. Badass. Um, it was really, really well done. And like you can. I feel like these are guys that you can follow around for a while and have these adventures mm-hmm. with. And it it's not where, whereas WandaVision was kind of a, um, like you said, like you're, you're, you're kind of setting things up and there's questions and, and it all kind of gets wrapped up. So um, with this, I think you can, you know, drag it out and not, maybe not drag it out, but you could see like where it goes and, and uh, depending on how they, they end it. But, um, and how many, is it six total episodes of this? Six, or, yeah. I okay. So yeah. Yep. Uh, so, you know, Ryan, kind of the same question, but I guess, you know, in theory, and I'll just I add a little bonus to it. If, if at the end of this season, we see um, Sam take on the mantle, mm-hmm. can they continue using the same title? Yeah, I do. I I think so, but the oh, thing I is, love to see your face. No one's gonna see it on the audio version. Uh, great. I'm, I'm so like, sorry. No, it's this was I had a stroke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you wrestle with it mentally. <laughs> Listen, if someone asked me that, I would have done the same thing. <laughs> what I what's crazy is that like sometimes I'll watch these things and I'll just be like, okay, that's that's uh, an ending we deserve, or mm-hmm. or that's the way you know to kind of keep us interested. I honestly, I don't even know. I know that Steve gave the shield to Sam to be Captain America. I cannot fully say that he will end up being Captain America at the end of this. And I think that that could possibly lead into a season two. Because yeah. it's, I mean, it's it's as deep as it can be on you know a lot of these levels, but it's kind of this like buddy cop, that's kind of how they sold it to us. Like yeah. two guys who just can't get along. You rough and tumble yeah. son of a bitches. Speaking of rough and tumble, did anyone else think they were going to kiss in that meadow? I did. I was hoping. God, I was hoping. No, I really did. I was just like, 
just make out. It's fine, guys. Well, it's, it's, it's funny. Love is I love. Know, Who cares? I, I know there is like a like a huge, huge collection of people who have been standing Steve and Bucky to be a couple for like the longest time. Like that's like that's a thing. Ryan, are you are, are, since the twenties? <laughs> <laughs> that's a thing. So, WW one. <laughs> they've been standing that relationship. So. I don't know. I, I don't think Bucky and uh, and Sam. I mean, they. they it's funny because it's a very it's it's very Hobbs and Shaw like in the yeah. in the relationship, and I fucking yeah. love it so much. <laughs> like I can watch I can watch it all day. If the Hobbs and Shaw ever get married, I I can, I'll do the wedding. It'll be uh, I'm, I'm the best man. I mean, I did your wedding, so we're good. Um, but I, I I'm I'm gonna agree with Ryan. I don't think that um, Sam ever takes the Captain America. Mantle. Oh well, he won't take it by the end of season one. I could see him maybe for a brief interlude in a season or in, in a movie taking that mantle. I don't think he ever fully becomes him. Um, but I definitely think we're going to see more seasons of this. I feel like they've even said there's going to be more episodes of this show because again, you have a much easier dy- um, story dynamic here. Like Taylor said, you know therapy you know it's eternal it's it's an evergreen television topic you know mm-hmm. a lot of problems you know so it makes sense and these and like bucky's has has like 500 pounds of issues that he needs to yeah. burn off and mm-hmm. it's just these two guys bickering and doing cool action stuff and, and so being an international and to being a spy show you definitely can you know, have that run for a few seasons and you could take a few years off in between. Like, you know, you could take two years and then here's season two of Falcon and Winter Soldier and people are like, oh, yeah. cool. All right. Sweet. Yeah. And I think there's um, there was a show. Oh, gosh. What was it that had therapy? Oh, The Sopranos, the most <laughs> best show of all time. Uh, yeah, it's like. All right. Now, is that the one with the Italian it, guy? It kind of gives you like a um, that moment where. <laughs> yes, that's the. Yeah, I've never watched watch it. All at the end of his last name. Okay, <laughs> it, it, it's the it, it's the thing of though, like when you're in a therapy thing, it's such a nice thing on a show. It's such an easy way to be like, here's where we're at emotionally. Here's where our character is. Yes. This is what's kind of going on with him. And if we haven't spelt it out enough, he's literally going to tell you how he's feeling right now, or not tell you, and you know, whatever it is, what yeah. it is. No, it's very true, and we see that definitely in both episodes. Well, spoilers in the second episode for you, but oh. in the first episode, yes, for sure. And I was very... You guys are the worst. Mm, bunch of scamps. <laughs> uh, but I felt like I was really impressed with the amount of emotional lifting they did in that mm-hmm. premiere because it's just like you see the trailer. It's just like guns, action, yeah. victory, yeah. awesome. Are they going to kiss Maybe. And it's just like, um, that's the whole thing. And I was just like, oh, man, I, I guess this is cool. I'll watch it. But then, it, like, the whole thing with him, with the old man, and he goes on the date, and then you just get all these reveals. You're like, oh, man, this is way deeper and darker than I thought we were yeah. really going to get in this show. And that's totally fine with me. I like a little substance to it. And uh, Rob, who wrote the second re- uh, review for the site, was saying I, he enjoyed the fact that we're seeing substance to the Winter Soldier besides just being yeah. a badass with yep. a, a metal arm. Right. It's funny because you said that too, but I remember you're like, let's just do like the first two episodes of yeah, Captain I was Winter just Soldier. like, fuck it, do two like, episodes. Let's just do the first two episodes and like, you know, it's probably going to be good, but like you, you, I think you 
were so amped about WandaVision that you're like, nothing's going to be this good. Like nothing's going to be as good as this. And I then, was like, WandaVision is Twin Peaks, whatever yeah. with Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki's going to be Doctor Who. Let's yeah. do it. Like you were, you were like ready to skip over this one almost. Yeah, I, no, I totally was. I yeah. almost didn't watch the, like it. Like this show, I, I guess we can talk about this. This is a weird way to say it, but let's ask the question is, WandaVision had the water cooler effect where we're talking about theories. We're talking about a whole bunch mm-hmm. of stuff every single week. You're seeing the buzz on social media about it. Doesn't seem like there's much here. Does it, is it, is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Is that it's, speaking to the quality of the show or is it just, these are two different shows. It's so Ryan. What do you think? I'll let go Ryan. Cause I, I have, I have it in my head. I know, but Ryan, yeah, Ryan. two totally WandaVision was that, it, it, it was like the lost, like what's happening? Like what's going on? Why did this happen? Oh, did you see this part? Did you catch that? It's like, oh, crazy. It's It was something that was kind of unfolding before our eyes for nine weeks, you know? Yeah. And it was like, okay, this one, it's much more direct. You know, it, we're not really going along for the let's, let's see if we can all solve the mystery. Of course, like, there's some things that we want to figure out, but it's, it's, not it's two totally different shows you know um but i like it because they both now they feel like i mean wandavision it was so different but now i know that that is in their wheelhouse that that feels like a a marvel show but this feels like a marvel movie in in a way um but it's I i mean both are both are great i mean they really really nailed it and just and to the point yeah watching the trailer where it's like action and we're flying and we're in the club and we're punching and we're kissing <laughs> <laughs> make it out you know, dudes make it out I, I think it would be such a disservice to just say let's take these two guys who were sort of these background characters and just have them punch mm-hmm. closer to the camera you know what I mean <laughs> and it, let's just have them scrap to really kind of give these people personalities and emotion I think is something uh it's weird because, you know, when you see it, when it was like presented a couple of years ago, they were like, this is what we're going to be bringing to Disney plus. It was sort of like, okay, yeah. I, I wasn't sure I asked for this, but I'm, I am into it. I really, yeah. really am. Yeah. I feel like with, with WandaVision that in itself and Billy already said Twin Peaks, like it feels like a series, like it feels like a television series where each each episode not only felt completely different, but you wanted to talk about that one episode for a week online to your friends on a podcast, like socially distanced. That's, that's what that show was. This show off the bat, right with that first action sequence is like, Oh, I don't have to leave my house to go watch the new Marvel movie. Awesome. This literally feels like just one long Marvel movie. It's it's very. I, I when I saw the trailer, I'm like, oh, cool, we get a sequel to Winter Soldier, and not in the sense of like we get more Bucky, but it just like feels like it. It's very grounded. You know, we're not dealing with you know the three as they keep referencing like uh, what is it? Um, aliens, aliens, androids, and uh, yeah. aliens, androids, and sorcerers or something. Wizards, uh, wizards, wizards. Sorcerer is a wizard without a hat. Without a hat. I just came up with that right now. Um, <laughs> No, yeah, like it's really That's a line from episode two, Taylor. Yeah, yeah, Taylor, go watch it. Yeah, no, I'm totally with it. (laughs) He's watching it right now. 
that would be yeah. amazing if you're like, hold on, guys. I can't turn my Wi-Fi on. Otherwise, I would have it on with the captions. But <laughs> That would be smart. I didn't even think about that. You could have done that. Um, no. Yeah. So I, I, I feel that, it, you know, and I think I asked the question before of like, do we get a season two? Oh, I think this this is kind of, it just feels like, you know, we're going to get a second movie of this. And um, I think we do get Falcon taking on the mantle at the end, but I want to see what the repercussions of that is. Because again, for comic fans, Bucky had, was Captain America after Steve died um, very famously. He, that was all over the news, like Superman's death um, in the mid two thousands. Bucky took over the mantle John Walker took over the mantle. There's been a few Captain Americas over the years. And we didn't talk about this, but we get a glimpse of like, not the nicest John Walker at the end. I'm going to, I'm, you know what? I'm going to debate that. I'll debate it in the sense that like, getting they, comfortable. they dissed him two times in like the span of an hour. And Thank he's you just for like that 1995 colloquialism. No, I got you. I got you. I appreciate you know, it. It was whack. You know, we could talk about it. Definitely, back. Let's, talk a lot. Let's go. Yeah, um, but you know, I think we're starting to. I think they're starting to just like drip feed that in of like maybe he's not the nicest dude. I don't know how you guys felt about that. Scene. I think he just knows what his job is supposed to be. Okay. And I think you know him having to explain himself like one time. He's like, "Look, this isn't really how I wanted it to go down." Yeah, he was very nice this about is, it. This is what I'm getting paid for, mm-hmm. and he knows his whole mission now is like, he just wants what he said in the beginning in the good morning America interview. He likes the feeling of making people feel like they're safe. So he's just got one mission. Like he's the new face of captain America. He's, I mean, as much as it's sort of like, yeah, don't, don't be a dick. It's weird because it's kind of like that new eager intern who's like, I'll do it. Like (laughs) I'll make copies. Fuck (laughs) off Greg. I'll do it. You know, it's it's like fucking it's, Greg. Greg. It um, it's it it is interesting. I did feel for him in the beginning. I thought that was a. Re- I really like how they started episode two. Yeah. Him at his high school, just kind of like oh, felt like an episode of American Idol. Yeah. The way that they framed it, I thought it was amazing. <laughs> like like after that the hometown, everyone's like, yeah, yeah. Um. That mean they are really big shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh it's weird. I'm just but you know what? I'm just gonna sidetrack really quick. I'm gonna say this. So the podcast is I think here is how I think season one is going to end. Okay. I think Sam is going to finally be ready to take on the mantle of Captain America, and something's gonna happen to him like a coma, and Bucky is gonna be forced to take Ooh. on the mantle. Because like he that. also played Captain America in the yes. comics. Correct. I like it. Bit. So um, that's, I'm going to wager whatever's left in my bullet ride. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not much. Which is not much. I've got to go to the store. <laughs> it's not much. Um, uh-huh. Because that, I think that's going to be, I don't, I don't think that we're in like the cookie cutter Marvel anymore. I think that they're. Yeah. It's getting I'm dark. Definitely it's safe. Yeah. So, so like when you when you when your movie your temple movies is going to be the Immortals, like yeah. Oh, sorry, the Eternals. The Immortals was a really bad movie. That's with Mickey Rourke, and Stephen well, Dorff, uh, and Henry Cavill. That's immortals. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I I'm gonna 
I'm going to say like a little, I agree with Ryan here, but just a, like a different variation. It's just like, he, he talks about how hard it is to live up to the ideal of Captain America. So he's like, okay, like that end scene where he's just like, he, he is a leader of men. Like John Walker is a legit hero. Like they're like, he is like a true. So is, so is Falcon. Right. No, I understand. But I'm yeah. just, but they've tapped him to be like, okay, John Walker, you have to go be a Captain America. He just came out of being like thumbs up, all smiles and apple pie, Captain America to get, you know, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier out of, you know, spray, spring um, Bucky out of jail um, and get him into therapy. And, you know, he's just like, guys, I did all this for you so you could help me because I want to, I have to do this thing. So he's, I don't know if he's acting like himself as much as he's, okay, what would Captain America do? It's like WWCAD, what would Captain America do? And he's like, oh, he would just put his foot down and say, you're going to do this. And he's like, but he doesn't have the earned respect and cachet with either Sam or Bucky. I don't think he's a bad guy. I just feel like he's under an an inordinate amount of pressure Mm -hmm. to live up to the ultimate American ideal of purity and heroism and what, and he, he has been tasked with, Hey, the world, they they even said it like the world is broken without Captain America. We need heroes. Hey, you're going to fix the world. That's a really shitty deal. I also don't think Wyatt Russell's a real person. I believe that he, mm. Kurt Russell just basically went back in time on himself. And, and it was just like, I'm just going to put myself in this movie because that opening scene in the locker room, it's Kurt Russell, Wyatt Russell looks and sounds exactly like his father. Yeah. They did that in uh, guardians too with the, with the, with the, uh, you know, the face. Oh, yeah, thing, they, like, re- you know? oh they really did that. And then yes. if you watch overlord, holy shit. Oh dude, that movie is great. <laughs> it's great. Oh, it's a great movie. If you've never seen overlord, uh, it was like the rumored, like uh Cloverfield world war two movie, but yes. uh, he, I mean, he is so much like his dad and he just yeah. it, like, and I want to see little, like he like oozes charisma and Lodge 49. The few episodes I saw that was very good, mm-hmm. which he was on, was on AMC. But um, yeah, it's just, I felt like he's the perfect guy for it because Wyatt Russell definitely embodies, like he can be that real altruistic good guy, but he can also be a real salty son of a bitch. Like his dad was. So i like, I think like that's a, he's the perfect guy to play John Walker. Yeah. Awesome. Him. I'll go. Um, like the one thing also is like when they were fighting on those cars, the super soldiers, mm-hmm. you know, and then they, they show up, uh, John Walker <laughs> shoots someone. Yes. He has a gun and that is something you would never see Steve Rogers do. Not true. But in the comics he did, the early comics. Uh, no, not true. <laughs> Captain, like, Captain America, the first Avenger, he is wielding a gun and a shield. But when he's fighting like Hydra, not like a. But a post post war post post war Captain America did not pull off. Post war Captain America, he <laughs> post war post post first Avenger, he's only using the shield. Yeah. But in first Avenger, and I remember distinctly saying like, "Oh, this is fucking awesome because this is like he's red." Well, no, this is like, <laughs> this is like very Ed Brubaker, Captain America run where we, we're, you know, first of all, shout outs to Ed Brubaker, who's getting no money for his creation of the Winter Soldier. He can come on this podcast then. That'd be great. He has no money. He doesn't, well, he's got, he's got money, but he doesn't want to talk. I don't think he wants to even 
Wait, are we getting paid for this? No. Would Ryder, are two of the only people associated with this site ever to get money from me? So T- Taylor, we're sending you a Venmo request after this. Um, no, it's just, it's, Taylor has left the chat. That's, that's true. We're just it's just interesting to see <laughs> that. And, and Brian, it's it's great that you brought it up because again, I think you guys made a great point. We saw in the first Avenger him wielding a gun, but we really don't see that post. First Avenger, post yeah. war, post war, Captain America. So it is century modern Captain America. Right. Yeah. Um, are, you, are we sure he does not use a gun in Winter Soldier? You know what? I think like reaction. He, he steal. He uses the costume. He from First Avenger. He's a thief, but he doesn't shoot. Yeah, them. he does steal from the museum. I don't think if he does, I think it's just like a gun landed in his hand. Like, what's this? I'll use it. Like, <laughs> like I don't think he doesn't. He never carries a gun. I think it's just incidental if it happens. But since since we merged basically the first two segments, which is the debriefing and mandatory therapy, which we will remember to say next I week. I came up with all these names. By yeah, the way. Bill, Bill crushed it. Um, we're going to go into the final. We're going to go into the final segment of the review section of this podcast, and then we'll do some pod, pop culture recommendations afterwards. But just quickly. Um, I'm going to start with Taylor since he only did the first episode, but Taylor from the first episode alone, give us a reading of one to 10 shields and just like your overall thoughts, you know, about the episode. Uh, One being uh, one being the lowest shit, the worst Um, 10 10 being Sam and uh, Bucky making out. Like, okay. okay. Well, don't tell us. Uh, well, that's a 10. <laughs> Ryan, since, for 10. Ryan. <laughs> well, since that didn't happen, uh, that immediately bumps it down one shield. But I will say I enjoyed. Okay. I liked it. And having not really known much about these guys, like I said, I didn't see the movie uh, that kind of spawned this whole um, uh, energy from both of these fellas. Ryan's so mad. Um, <laughs> I, will, I will quickly before I'm just going to interrupt you. Yeah. I will say that um, Civil War is really what's right. on this, which I which I also have not seen. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! Wait, I, Wait well, you saw Endgame? I've seen uh, a lot of the Marvel movies. I oh. and I've talked to Ryan about this. My least favorite uh, Marvel character is Captain America. So I, I did literally the best trilogy and out I, of any of the Marvel. Movies. And the first Captain America, like I wasn't crazy about. So I was just like, <sighs> can we curse on this podcast? <laughs> well, wait, wait till Bill's daughter walks away. Wait till my daughter gets out of the room. <laughs> yeah. After, after, so after, so please. I mean, um, such a sweet moment, uh, is being had. And while I'm going to take that time to really just lay out the fact that look, I'm I'm an Ant-Man guy and I'm going to go down as an Ant-Man guy. I'm psyched for the new Ant-Man. Uh, I haven't seen the other ones. I, I Listen, I'm going to see them. I'm going to watch them. I've seen that. I love the Marvel movies. I love Endgame. I love like, but I watched this episode and the beginning was insane. I liked it. I'm usually more of a story guy than an action guy, but I actually was like taken by the how cool um, they made it look and everything. And then the rest of the episode, I was bored and I wasn't like it was fine. But I, I, I you know, again, I didn't watch the second episode, uh, but the, I was just like I was left wanting more. I, I was obsessed with WandaVision. I, I, I love that they made what they made. And it was so crazy that um, they let them do that. And I was 
I, I wasn't looking for that. I knew it wasn't going to be that type of show, but I was also just like, it was over and I was like, all right, well, if I see the second one, like, that's fine. If I don't, I it's, it is what it is. I don't know. I just wasn't, I wasn't thrilled with it. So I will give it five shields. Wow. That's phenomenal. Thanks. Um, I mean, just insane. Bill. <laughs> Would I like it's just no one's seen the video but me and the four the three of us other Every, everyone's looking at Taylor just like outside of me are just like <laughs> they're like sharp so knives. It's like Blood the knives out is happening right now and everyone's which I haven't seen and everyone's just like knives out, here we go. Wait, run. wait, wait. You haven't seen knives out? Dude, I saw winter soldier. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's funny that you haven't seen the movie that I've seen and <laughs> I haven't seen the movie that everyone else has seen. <laughs> uh, for me, uh, I reviewed the first one on the popbreak.com, which is, this is the flagship podcast of. Um, I really liked it. I was very surprised at where they went because my my bar was very low, to be honest. Like like I said, I was I was so amped for WandaVision. Um, I'm glad that was the first one series for Marvel and not this um, because it was just like, hey, Marvel can get real weird. And let's let's just let's just let's just bathe in the weirdness that Marvel can do, and that gives me hope for the future. Like it did so well that I'm like, oh great, you know, more Marvel weirdness and different creative um, oh, yeah. ideas we can do. Uh, so for this one, I'm like, whatever. Like Al said, like I was kind of like, ah, we'll just do two episodes and just move on from there. Um, but I was very surprised by it, and honestly, like well, besides a lot of real life stuff, um, I kind of delayed watching the episode till Sunday. And then I was like, damn, like, no, this show is good. Like this show is like the action is really, really well done, which, you know, it's a Marvel property. So yeah, the reaction is going to be really well done, but the intrigue stuff they're doing with the spy stuff they're doing is cool. I like that they're getting dark and going to places and like having conflict. They said the word shit in one of it. And I was like, great, let's get a little, let's get a little edgy at least. Cool. And, um, yeah, so I'm going to give the first two episodes uh, combined average amount about seven and a half shields. Um, I really, I, I very much enjoyed them. Um, I'm not compelled to go rewatch them at this moment, uh, but I'm very hopeful for what the series has to offer because I'm liking what's 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 happening so far. But it's a six series. It's sorry, it's a six episode series, and they got to move the plot along. Like we've seen the therapy, we've seen this. They've introduced a lot. We got to move stuff along. We got, we can't, they can't meander too much because they don't have a lot of room to do that. I'll go real quick before Ryan, because I want to hear Ryan's thoughts. Uh, first episode, Ryan, seven. as long as he wants. That's right. First episode, I'll give a seven out of 10 shields. Second episode, eight out of 10 shields. I think they were both super, super solid. The action was fantastic. And I just love living in this world with these characters again, because we get this brief moment in civil war of them, like a couple of brief moments of them interacting and just like, you can like feel the hatred between them. Just the, just the jealousy of like, two competing best friends that just want to fight for the attention of like the greatest human on the planet. So for them to continue that is just amazing. And I think where this series is going to go up 10 notches and where everyone's going to just be like, fuck, this is exactly what I wanted in a Marvel show is just the, the, um, the fully realized helmet Zemo. I think it's going to be like, Oh, okay. This like master strategist who basically took down the Avengers in Civil War, and I'm like, I loved Zemo in Civil War. People yeah, were like, yeah. sucked. And I'm like, he was so smart. 
He's yeah. so, smart. so smart. He's he's actually the one of the most effective Marvel villains, if you really think about it in terms of like, oh, he created a lasting effect that lasted years. Like it's like him and Thanos. Like yeah. in terms of like oh him, Thanos, and Loki, in terms of just like, oh, you know, Mar- Marvel has a villain problem. He is not one of them. So um really excited about that. Um, I think that's when the show is going to just go um, off the wall. Ryan. Okay. Um, I think it's crazy because with everything that is happening in our real lives, this was the first show that was supposed to hit Disney+. Plus. This is what we were supposed to be like, oh, wow, we're back into it. We're back into the action. This is kind of like what's happening. We were, I think, so spoiled with WandaVision because it was so weird that, you know, it was just like, wait, this went to a really weird place. This went to like 60, you know, in a, in a matter of seconds. And it was weird. This, I mean, it definitely is a different show. And I will admit, I think the first time I watched the first episode, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm in. You know, we had just come off WandaVision. I was like, let's see what happens. But I did watch the first episode again. And I was like, no, that was very stellar. I was like, I loved that premiere. I yeah. really, really did. The second time I was also a little bit more sober. So that was, <laughs> but <laughs> the only thing, the crazy thing is, is again, this feels like a fleshed out Marvel movie, right? So I'm just going to say the first two episodes are sort of this, this opening, right? Act one, where now he's, now they're at the point where Falcon's like, look, if we get this done, I will get, Bucky back to you like in therapy and, and, you know, we will be able to like move on and never see each other again. So we are just about to get into like act two with episodes three and four and then act three with episodes five and six. So I'm very, very excited because we still have yet to see, to see Zemo. We have yet to see Sharon Carter, which uh, my boyfriend will always just say that girl from the resident. It's like, yep, she's, She's coming. Don't you worry. Is your boyfriend the thing? <laughs> He's an alligator man. Has Corey been smoking? Is he king? You know what? Corey is 110 days smoke free. <gasps> oh, Corey. Good for him, man. Congratulations. Yeah. You also kind of made him sound like King Shark. Hey, this is oh, Where's the woman from? Hey, I love that Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Where's the girl from the resident? <laughs> what was that? What was that show she was on that like broke her out? Oh, 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 Revenge. Revenge. Yeah, Revenge. I heard I mean, it. That's what? a classic. Oh, I was I was very pissed about her casting, but then thoroughly enjoyed seeing her in Civil War. Like, uh, Civil War. Oh, because I think I wanted uh I think Allison Brie was rumored for the role at one uh, point. I'm like, like mm. I mean, I love Allison Brie. I mean, what do you want from me? She's phenomenal. Cool. I, I love a Brie. Allison Brie was supposed to be She-Hulk, but now it's Tatiana Maslany. That's what I heard. I'm who very, I love. I'm That's very cool. okay I'm, with that casting. Yes, I am very thrilled. Orphan Black. <laughs> Orphan Black, baby. Great show. But, but very quickly, episode one. I I give episode one a nine. I give episode two uh, an eight. Um, oh, so then I definitely won't watch episode two. <laughs> uh, um, but I, I am. I, I want to. I need to see where this yeah, goes. Um, I want to see these guys kind of kick some more ass to yeah. get there. So, yeah, I'm into it. I'm. I'm very thrilled. The Zemo stuff is going to be. That's going to be 
Do you want to know what I hear about his purple mask? Why it's purple is that he's representing Thanos to intimidate his. Ooh. Uh, oh, that's such a good idea. Isn't that crazy? But th- and and him waiting in that cell with the chessboard ready to go. He's like, I mean, that Magneto does that. Yeah, yeah, he's, he does. Um, he's, yeah. Like, he's just twenty he's, steps ahead of everybody. He's oh he's a God. he's a human man with a plan and. Uh, I, I would I would kiss Daniel Brühl. <laughs> if that happens in a meadow sometime, well then let it be. That's in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier season. He's he's one of those actors who you just want to kiss. Yeah, we know Al. A you just want to kiss, but at the same time, it's like he's in a lot of things, but you feel like should be in more things. Yes, like he should be like more universally known, and yeah, not just like oh he was great in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, he was in he that weird like, the big green remake. Wait, which one? The Wait, big say it again. Green? <laughs> what? He was in the remake of the big green. Was no, he? there was no remake oh. of the green game of the big green. But now that you're into it, I've have a pitch for you. <laughs> <laughs> I like the movie was the big blue. <laughs> oh, it's the big green the in the ocean. ocean. <laughs> when I started my day. I did not think I would potentially hear a pitch for the the, the remake of the Big Green. Remake of the Big Green. You, there again, here we are. I love it. Here so, I am wearing wearing my sailor's cap. I'm just <laughs> ready to work. We're gonna we're gonna end this pod. Uh, we've we've concluded our review section of the pod. We're gonna conclude the actual podcast with some pop culture recommendations. And I know Ryan's is the script that he's writing for the remake of the Big Green. Oh yes. But if he's got another one, Ryan. Um, give us a, uh, your pop culture recommendation and your plugs. We're going to merge this section together. Oh, boy. Well, it's hard to plug anything during a pandemic. I'll tell Correct. you that much. Um, I have nothing on the docket, which is so sad, except for Easter brunch at my mom's house. Um, <laughs> where, where is that? So I can <laughs> please, please give us an address. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Don't say that. <laughs> All four people in this podcast will be like, it's true. I'll be there. Oh, Donna. Um, my recommendation. Um, oh, my yeah. God. It could be old. Don't be say old the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. No, but you know what? Uh, I'm so excited. Um, I'm excited to kind of see what happens with the theaters and Disney+. Plus. Uh, I'm a huge Black Widow fan. Um, so if anyone can get their hands on The Name of the Rose, uh, I would say go for it. Uh, it's really fun, spy, cool Shit. Who's in Wait. who's in that one? Who is that? Black Widow. Wait. Scarlett Johansson's in that? Uh, it's uh, a comic. Oh no, wait, I'm sorry. It's a comic book. Oh, oh, sorry. Because there's Name oh, of the Rose. There's that there was that movie. Um, it was like Sean Connery's in it, Christian Slater. Alcatraz. No, you're thinking not. you're thinking the song Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Yeah, uh, Bill. That's what you're thinking of, you silly yeah. goose. No, I'm telling you, man. I have a memory. I, don't, I can't remember to pay my bills on time, but I can remember random ass movies. So um, that's so that so just quick. So it's Black Widow, The Name of the Rose, um, which is uh, written by Marjorie Liu, who also wrote Monstrous and uh, illustrated by Daniel Acuna. So I want to kiss you in a meadow. Oh, I I literally just googled it. But I do love I do love I do love me some monsters. Never mind. I do love I'll me some do it with my eyes open. I interviewed Marjorie Lou years ago, right when <gasps> Monsters came out. She was very very nice. Uh, oh. Yes, Name of the Rose came out in 1986 with Sean Connery as a Francis. Not the same Monk. thing. 
named Baskerville. Uh, Bill. All right, we'll, we'll save you for less. Uh, okay. Uh, Taylor, um, pop culture recommendation, quick plugs. Uh, pop culture rec. I'm going to say what I said to Ryan the other day. Uh, the head on HBO Max we just watched, which was very fun. Um, murder mystery, fun. Uh, I think it's like six episodes. It's really good. Um, and... I've just been watching a lot of Naked and Afraid, uh, getting into it, and blah, 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 blah. oh, Freddy Cats, uh, the podcast. We, um, which is not the scaries, fight <laughs> of everything. Um, he's got the scaries. No, no, it's, it's not the scaries. He has the scaries. My friend Sean. He's afraid of everything, so I make him watch uh, scary movies, and we talk about them on the podcast. Uh, Ryan has been on. We talked about the movie Creep. Um, it was really fun. We uh, we yeah we had um, the guy who wrote the movie Ma come on and we talked about Ma. Um, it was really fun. Um, yeah, it's been really good. So that and um, calling the shots is is around and Hun take my side is another one that's out there. And my wife's podcast Hello Thoughts is really fun as well. And where can people find all those podcasts? Uh, you know all the all the podcast places uh, the, the your your iTunes and your Spotify's and what have you. Awesome. And, uh, you know, and Naked and Afraid, I think, is on Discovery Plus. We'll be getting that big check from them. I'll <laughs> split it with you. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest. I, I, I'm I getting very into it. And I think that it's just like a matter of time. Before, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. So Taylor just turned on. His sorry. Camera. I didn't mean I didn't He's, mean to. Uh, sorry. So he just turned on his camera for a second. I think he was sorry. naked. We're definitely afraid. Yeah, uh, sorry, for sure. Sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> Slip gonna, of the finger. I'm going to try to recover from that one. Okay. <laughs> um, pop culture recommendation. Uh, Nate Bargatze, comedian. Oh, yes. Holy fucking so shit. So good. That's, I can't that's believe I just so discovered good. this guy. Uh, the greatest average American yeah. on uh, Netflix, but both of his specials are good. I think it's the Tennessee Kid or something. The other one. Mm. Something like that. Um, but the, the greatest average american i was dying laughing start to finish um which is hard to do during these times so um that guy has been on so many episodes of law and order it's ridiculous he's so so funny man he's really fucking funny Um, yeah you gotta check him out he's really funny um and then um i'm posting one photo a day on Instagram and I'm about three days back. So that's going to be fun to catch up, but I'm trying to post once a day for 365 days, failing miserably. Um, yep. We're like 87 days into the year. So I'm surprised I got this far. Um, so check that out on my Instagram at Al Manorino, And you can follow me same thing on Twitter at Al Manorino, promoting this podcast and mostly things I do at my other job. So that's me, Bill close us out. Um, as always and forever, I will recommend the show Bluey, which is on yes. Disney Junior. Al and Taylor are fans. It, Ryan, get on this. It is a, a children's cartoon from Australia. It is one of the best representations of just family life, and it's really fun and funny. And it's, it's really just, good. It's just great. I've anyone I've recommended it to. It's like a very short cartoon. It's on Disney Plus. It's just wonderful, and it, it's a slice of sunshine in your life it really is even if you don't have kids it's i've recommended people who don't have kids and they're like i this is the blanket i needed it's so around. nice yeah <laughs> um, it's so calm and like happy and funny and, and good and yeah, it's sincere, really good. like 
<laughs> like the moms and dads have definitely had hangovers in the episodes. Like they yes. don't shy away from stuff. Um, my pop culture recommendation, I'm going to throw it to a band that opened the first ever show Pop Break ever did. And that is a band called Crobot. And they just dropped a new single. I just got to get the name real quick. It is called Mountain. It is featuring Frank Bellow of Anthrax, who has been interviewed on this site before. Crowbot, uh, they came out of Allentown, PA. Definitely got this uh, heavy metal, 70s sludgy heavy metal vibe to them, but with a lead singer who has the voice of like a, a Freddie Mercury type who just like goes to those high heavens with those notes. It is fantastic. They opened up <laughs> our first ever show in front of uh, three people. It was two degrees outside. And they played it like it was Madison Square Garden filled. And ever since that show, they have gone on. They signed up to Wind Up Records. Uh, they toured with Anthrax and Motorhead and been on the big festivals. And they're just about uh, Brandon's the lead singer and Bishop's uh, in the band, too. And they, they both are awesome guys. And go check that out. It's called Mountain. And Frank Bellow is just a really cool guy. Uh, from the band Anthrax, one of my favorite metal bands of all time. Uh, so that's my recommendation this week. Uh, for everything else, check out thepopbreak.com. Every single day we're posting about film, television, movies, uh, music, uh, digital trends, anime, comic books, pro wrestling, you name it, we got it. Uh, at the Pop Break on uh, Twitter, forward slash popbreak.com, all spelled out on Facebook, at the Pop Break on Instagram. Of course, you can rate, review, and subscribe on this podcast. Check out Pop Break TV, which is on Anchor, Google, Spotify, and uh, Apple Podcasts. Um, we have a ton of different shows under there. We have the Breakcast on all those uh, platforms, as well as SoundCloud. And we have the Breakcast, which we're launching a whole bunch of new podcasts on. We're doing, we have a new anime podcast coming out, um, a wrestling podcast I'm supposed to be doing soon with Melissa Joven. Yep. It's yes. Cool. Yeah, it's gonna be real fun. And then we also have two Oscar podcasts, um, the way too early Oscar podcasts and the winner still is, which is our retro Oscar podcast, where apparently in season three, uh, Matt and Marissa talk about how hot James Khan was in The Godfather. So oh. stay tuned for that. I look forward to mowing my lawn listening to that podcast this summer. So, yeah. And if you honestly need to follow me, I am at Bodkin Writes on Twitter, which mostly just wrestling and uh, stuff and retweeting stuff from Pop Break. Oh, I forgot to plug something. And Do it. Um, Bill Bodkin's hair. <laughs> My weird, wild. It's out of control. Yeah, and I really right. like it. I love so I'm wearing it. a hat. That's all. Amen. Well, that's going to wrap it up for Socially Distance, episode 51. Thanks again, Ryan and Taylor, for joining us. Uh, it was an absolute blast. Bill, you have to be here, so I'm not going to give you a thanks. No Tune in next week as we continue the review series Socially and the Winter Distanced.